we were highly successful in hitting our targets quarter after quarter after quarter, running all kinds of campaigns that, that just made leads. And we didn't really care much about how a campaign contributed to the bottom line. As long as we hit our number, everybody was happy. So what happened was that the success and the growth we saw in marketing didn't replicate to sales. Welcome to the SaaS Revolution Show, a podcast that brings you insights and tactics from the greatest SaaS minds across the world. The show is brought to you by SaaStock, the conference to turn your SaaS up to 11, returning to Dublin in October 15th to the 17th, 2018. On this week's episode of the SaaS Revolution Show, I talk with Lydia Lutton, VP Marketing at Happio, a company hailing from Helsinki, which aims to connect the global workforce of enterprises. Lydia has always been a marketer, the kind that prefers the early scrappy days of starting up than the arguably settled clear days of scaling up. It's why she recently moved from 300-person Binder to the 20-person company Happio, formerly known as Universe. It was the employee count plus the vision of the CEO that convinced Lydia to join the company. However, there was also driving her to implement what she calls revenue-driven marketing from scratch. At Binder, Lydia had learned that just looking at vanity metrics such as lead numbers, engagement and awareness was not a way to have a real impact on the business. Rather, it had to be directly connected to revenue, something she's now fully subscribed to. Listen on to learn what is revenue-driven marketing. The basic idea of revenue-driven marketing is that marketing attributes its activities to real sales numbers. So instead of just reporting to vanity metrics such as leads, you know, awareness or engagement, marketing is actually delivering a percentage of sales. What does the marketing team focus on when doing revenue-driven marketing? We are looking at the revenue targets for the year and we, we as a marketing team, we're committing ourselves to a certain percentage. So, um, okay, Happy is now in a seed stage startup. So this year I committed to deliver 20% of revenue, um, but I will increase it to 50% next year. And at Binder, we, we contributed, we sourced 80% of revenue. What are some of the best channels to use when doing revenue-driven marketing and why LinkedIn isn't one of them? Like LinkedIn it is a really good channel to target specifically your audience. Mm-hmm. So you can choose, um, yeah, I want to target companies with more than 10,000 employees in a mm-hmm. certain industry. LinkedIn is the best place to do that. However, LinkedIn is delivering uh, leads that are not so close to revenue yet, meaning they're earlier in the funnel. So mm-hmm. it's it's taking quite a while. Yeah, it is not our main channel now. We're mostly focusing on on yeah, the, the organic channel, Google AdWords. And once it will be difficult to scale those, um, we will be more investing into channels like sponsored updates or you know running other campaigns with third parties. At SaaS.Lydia, Lydia will talk us through her experience building and scaling marketing operations and teams. There'll be much more marketing wisdom at SaaS.18 and SaaS City from the likes of Dave Gerhardt, VP of Marketing at Drift, Megan Eisenberg, CMO at MongoDB, Ryan Carlson, CMO at Okta, Kieran Flanagan, VP of Marketing at HubSpot, April Dunford, and many more. Tonight, I'm off to our summer party in Dublin, so if you're around, drop by Huckle Tree at 7pm. If you can't make it, or if you're not in Dublin, we're clinging on to the last days of summer, and we're in a party mood, so offering a nice warm summer discount for SAS.18, Use code SUMMER20 and get 20% off tickets for SAS.18 until 2nd of September. Go to sas.com forward slash tickets to redeem your discount. Now on with the show.
Welcome to the SaaS Revolution Show, uh, Lydia Lutin, uh, VP of Marketing at uh, Happio. Welcome, Lydia. Hey, great to be here today. No, it's, uh, it, it's good to have you. I, uh, you, you just told me uh, you, you've been up since five, and uh, why, why is that? Exactly. I just flew back this morning from Helsinki to Amsterdam because we had our first customer summit yesterday. Okay. How did that go? Very good. Very good. Customers yeah. were very engaged and it was great um, to meet them all. Excellent. Good stuff. And uh, this is not only Happio's first customer summit, right? Well, I guess because it's their first customer summit, it's also your first customer summit with them. Um, we, or I know Lydia Lutin uh, from last year, um, you know, as uh, I guess well, you, you were involved as a speaker and in the growth marketing bootcamp at SAS Stock 17 but with a different companies, but like, tell us a little bit, uh, let's step back even like further than last year. Maybe like, just tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, who, who is Lydia Lutin? Um, you know, uh, uh, what's happened since SAS.17? Uh, yeah, sure. So yeah, I am now, um, yeah, the VP of Happio, um, which is one of the fastest growing SaaS startups in the Nordic. Uh, before that, I was a CMO um, of Binder, joining there as employee number four, building up the marketing, now kind of trying to do the same with Happio, which is uh, a startup. Outside of, um, I guess, you, you, you've been the CMO at, <clears throat> at Binder, you know, for some time, now you're VP of marketing uh, at Happio. What, what about uh, outside of uh, being a marketer, a marketing leader? What, what do you do? How did you get to where you are? Yeah, I got my first job as a growth marketer at Mega Gadgets, which is like a B2C e-commerce business. And yeah, there I got the, the chance to learn the in and outs of, you know, hands-on Google AdWords, SEO, conversion optimization, and so on. That's something that still helps me now every day um, in my daily work as a VP of marketing. Yeah, once I felt I couldn't grow there anymore and I had learned all the essentials, I was looking for a new challenge. So it was re referred to Binder, uh, which is right now a scale-up, but back then was like a small Dutch startup mm -hmm. looking for someone to build their marketing. So this is when a beautiful journey for me started. And so I joined them as employee number four. And uh, yeah, I had a very steep learning curve, you know, learning everything about SaaS, clouds, APIs, and all the startup slang. And um, yeah, as we grew, I took over the position as CMO there and helping to drive Binder's revenue with the marketing function. And then six months ago, we acquired one of our biggest competitors. And then I felt I needed a change and I get more energy out of growing companies rather than optimizing them. And that's why I like recently made the move to the seed stage startup Happio and taking the challenge to repeat what I've done at Binder, hopefully just a little bit faster and better. Okay, very cool. And, and so you, you joined at employee number four at Binder. How many employees was Binder when you left? After acquiring the company, um, I think around 350. Okay. So, yeah, so definitely from, from startup to scale-up journey there and, uh, and leading marketing, that, that, you know, uh, from a small to a, a, a very, you know, big company. Um, so that, that's a lot of great experience, uh, as you say, like steep learning curve on that. And uh, and you joined at Happio, and actually, when I saw when you joined Happio, I actually saw that you joined, or you reached out to me and let me know that you you had joined. Um, but it was actually Get Universe a couple of months ago, right? 
so uh, what happened there? Was this one of the first uh, things that, that you influenced the, the, the change in name and brand? Yeah, this was uh, one of the first things. Three weeks ago, we rebranded from Universe to Happio. It had several reasons, but like just from a marketing side, it's, um, you know, Universe is a, is a really cool name, but it's also not very unique. And we really wanted to find a brand name that could express our, our vision and, you know, what we're trying to achieve more. And that's just more unique also. You'll be found easier in Google. Is it, is it too early to see what the impact has, has been? Uh, or have, have you had some, uh, you know, almost immediate ROI from that uh, decision? Well, not immediate ROI, but I mean, let's say like this now, when you Google Happio, you will find us on position one in Google. Yeah. Google Universe, you got a lot of search results without <laughs> yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd say that's immediate so ROI, in, not, in, a, in a sense. Not, not, yeah. <laughs> very cool. Uh, and, and so um, one of the things, obviously, like, you know, given that your experience from, um, from growth marketing through, you know, CMO, Binder, you know, now VP, you know, back at, in the startup stage with, you know, one of the Nordics, fastest growing SaaS startups. Um, you've gone through not only uh, times of steep learning curve, but just, I mean, you, you've got great experience as, as a marketer now, right, under your, under your belt, and as, as, a, as a SaaS marketer as well. So I guess today, you, you know, let, let's pick your brains and learn a little bit about uh, SaaS marketing, if, um, uh, if, if that's good uh, with you. One of the things um, that we understand that you're uh, a believer in is revenue-driven marketing. And I, actually, I, I would hope that uh, our marketing team are also believers in, in revenue-driven marketing. But I, actually, my, uh, maybe my ignorance, I don't know what, what is revenue-driven marketing as such. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is uh, and, and in just a bit more detail about the different stages of, of, of revenue-driven marketing? For me, the basic idea of revenue-driven marketing is that marketing attributes its activities to real sales numbers. So instead of just reporting to vanity metrics such as leads, you know, awareness or engagement, marketing is actually delivering a percentage of sales. So practically that means measuring the RI of different marketing channels throughout the whole marketing cycle and then use this information to prioritize the activities that directly drive revenue. So um, yeah, I found my passion or my interest for revenue-driven marketing during my time at Binder, because at the beginning, the marketing team had just lead targets, and our main metrics was lead velocity. So we had to grow leads each quarter by X percent. Mm -hmm. So this is what we did, and we were highly successful in hitting our targets quarter after quarter after quarter, running all kinds of campaigns that, that just made leads. And we didn't really care much about how a campaign contributed to the bottom line. As long as we hit our number, everybody was happy. So what happened was that the success and the growth we saw in marketing didn't replicate to sales. So sales started missing their targets. And then searching for the cause of the problem, um, I started looking at the dynamics between sales and marketing and I figured that there was a fundamental problem on how we collaborated with sales um, because how could marketing hit their targets when sales wouldn't? Um, and so I realized that we, from a marketing side, were optimizing for the wrong KPIs mm -hmm. and yeah, we needed a more holistic approach to marketing and sales. 
Okay, makes sense. And I guess, um, obviously, well, we put it into the context at at Sastock, you know, our marketing team, you know, is is responsible for ticket revenue, right? So that's kind of their their number one, like, KPI, right? So uh, inadvertently, like, we have, uh, you know, revenue-driven marketing. Um, And uh, like like at Happio now, uh, you know, are you happy to kind of like outline some of the the, the things that you've done to um, like you know introduce uh, revenue-driven marketing? Um, you know, uh, give us some insights into that. Yeah, definitely. First of all, let me start off like not all marketing disciplines have to be like hundred percent revenue-driven. Sure. So um, it's it's all about the prioritization of the campaigns and activities that directly source revenue. So, um, yeah, it doesn't imply we wouldn't do PR or brand campaigns anymore. We just Mm -hmm. assign a smaller part of the budget to them. So our focus lies on demand generation. Basically, because I just started up um, marketing there, one very important point is to match your marketing plan to revenue goals. So um, we are looking at the revenue targets for the year and we we as a marketing team, we're committing ourselves to a certain percentage. So, um, okay, Happy is now in a seed stage startup. So this year I committed to deliver 20% of revenue, um, but I will increase it to 50% next year. And at Binder, we, we contributed, we sourced 80% of revenue. The other thing is uh, really starting to form one team with sales. So... Now I got the chance at Happier, obviously, to, to start basically from scratch. So we're building a really, really close relationship with sales. We, we don't want to call anymore aligning. You know, we really collaborate. Um, mm-hmm. So we share targets with our sales teams. Uh, marketing is uh, having revenue targets and not lead targets. So um, everybody knows, you know, how do their actions contribute to um, revenue this quarter and they know what to prioritize and what not. Yeah, I like the approach of sharing the targets with, with, with sales. And I think like, I mean, for as long as I've, I've got 11 year sales background before I entered into the world of uh, events uh, and at every company I've ever worked in, there has always been a, a sales and marketing, you, you know, disalignment. Uh, and you're always having these conversations about, you know, trying to align sales and marketing. And I guess it's an issue that, you know, that you've seen, you know, through, throughout your career. Um, but, you, you know, they, these two, uh, I guess, uh, you know, departments or roles, you know, really, you know, should be acting like, together, uh, as you say. So sharing those targets is a uh, uh, very uh, interesting approach, um, you know, in, in order to kind of hit those revenue, uh, revenue goals. Um, you know, even, I guess, kind of sometimes that, at, at Sastock ourselves, uh, you, you know, uh, we'll, we'll hear the sales teams, mainly the sales team, saying, you know, oh, we could do with, you know, more leads from marketing, you know, let's get more leads from marketing. Uh, and, uh, you know, often having these conversations and, you know, having to get sales and marketing kind of weekly meetings to get that alignment. But, um, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, trying to find a better way to, to do it, that, uh, that revenue sharing is a good, uh, is a good approach. Um, how, how big is the sales and marketing team at, at Happio now? How big is the, is, is the company? Um, we're still really small. So right now we're, I think, around 25 people. Mm-hmm. And uh, the marketing team is now three people, and the sales team is. Let me count. I think all about 
six people, including the SDRs. Okay. Uh, how how did uh, just going off the, the 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 topic of marketing just for a second? How did uh, uh, your CEO convince you to join from you know the, this huge scale up in in Binder? I mean, maybe timing you know played a part in it. But, uh, you know, when you got that call, you know, what, what was the pitch that kind of convinced you um, uh, to, to join? I think I just really liked his vision, um, you know, for the company. And maybe I can tell, tell a little bit about Happio to Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. you understand. Um, yeah. yeah, so uh, we're offering a digital workplace platform that mm-hmm. basically brings together um, intranet collaboration and enterprise social networks into, into one digital workplace platform. And um, it helps enterprises and um, fast-growing companies uh, that struggle struggle with delivering a good employee experience um, and retain talent. And um, that's a problem we solve. So I I really much liked um, uh, my CEO's uh, vision on on how to make uh, work a happier place for people and how our tool could help um, improve employee experience and help internal communications to better communicate company updates and, you know, connect employees across all offices and keep them engaged and productive. Very cool. Um, so, yeah, I, I actually, uh, I think you, you, you know the, the little anecdote, but for the listeners' benefit, um, you know, as, so you reached out when you joined Get Universe Now Happio, uh, and uh, then recently uh, Happio raised a, a pretty huge seed round, right? Of, uh, I think it was like $8 million uh, something like that, you know, big as many, uh, you know, European, ser- um, you know, Series A rounds uh, uh, sort of right now. And uh, when that happened, uh, I sort of noticed that I was connected to the CEO. And I was like, how do I know this guy? Uh, and uh, I kind of then it, it, it sort of the penny dropped and, uh, and realized that, um, that the CEO, Pertu, had uh, attended a, a workshop that I ran in, in 2015 with Lincoln Murphy, uh, I think it was Lincoln or, or maybe Patrick Campbell, but uh, uh, and, and then I, I sort of reached out to him and uh, ha- had a little conversation. And um, uh, so, um, yeah, so a, a small world, maybe this, the, the, the SaaS world in uh, <laughs> in Europe, uh, but definitely growing. Um, good stuff. Like, like back back to marketing. So you mentioned obviously you're doing revenue um, generation marketing at Happyo, and you, you know you're doing a lot of demand generation. Uh, if, if, if is that if, if that's correct. And if the, the, the product, if, if it's aimed at enterprises, um, so I'm assuming that there's a, a high, you know, annual contract value uh, for the product, you know, it, it's not, it's not a uh, self-service, uh, you know, no. uh, at all. So how do you do demand generation, um, you know, for like something that is enterprise, that is, you know, with a high ACV? Yeah, so we have a mainly um, inbound-driven strategy. So we made a conscious choice to, to yeah, um, not yet, but soon um, source most of the revenue by inbound. So this means, um, you know, all the, the common channels paid will always pay, uh, play a big role, um, which means Google AdWords, sources mm-hmm. like Captera, but also LinkedIn, and then we're we're at the moment building up the organic channel. Um, also, mm-hmm. um, now starting off with the rebranding. Mm-hmm. With with LinkedIn, are you doing so? You're building that organically, and are you you're also doing like paid ads on LinkedIn as well? Or in the enterprise market, it's like LinkedIn. It gives 
is a really good channel to target specifically your audience. Mm -hmm. So you can choose, um, yeah, I want to target companies with more than 10,000 employees in a mm -hmm. certain industry. So LinkedIn is the best place to do that. Um, however, LinkedIn is delivering uh, leads that are not so close to revenue yet, meaning they're earlier in the funnel. So mm -hmm. it's, it's taking quite a while. So, um, yeah, it is not our main channel now. We're mostly focusing on, on yeah, the, the organic channel, Google AdWords. And once it will be difficult to scale those, um, we will be more investing into channels like sponsored updates or, you know, running other campaigns with third parties. And, and, and how old is, is Happio as a, as a company? Well, the product exists since 2016, um, but we're officially a company since 2017. Okay, so it's still relatively young. And, and as you mentioned, or we mentioned at the beginning of the call, you've done this first uh, customer summit in, in Helsinki. Was that just customers or did you have some prospects there uh, as well? No, for now, it was just customers and partners. Mm -hmm. um, so we really wanted to bring them together. And, you know, on the one hand side, um, yeah, present information from our side, presenting the roadmap, but also really... Um, have a day of working closely with them together, um, finding out what kind of feature requests have they, um, what would they like to improve on the product, and so on. Are you, are you getting many new customers via referrals from your existing customers right now? It definitely plays a role, um, but it's still something we can build up further, like um, yeah, running programs where we can specifically encourage that. Okay. Um, in your experience, what are like the, the strategies, tactics, and tools that have brought like, tangible results to organizations that, you, that you've been part of? I mean, we've mentioned, obviously, like AdWords and LinkedIn, you know, I guess is like, you, you know, from the demand generation side. Tell us maybe a little bit about your marketing stack or the marketing stack that you've used perhaps, you know, in, you know, in Binder, you know, and, and Happio, uh, you know, for these perhaps more like enterprise type uh, solutions? Um, I think the key tool um, for every marketer is marketing automation. Uh, yeah, I couldn't live without it. Um, it's basically control center of everything we do. Also, when it comes to like uh, referring back to revenue driven marketing. So one core um, element of it is to really measure what you do and connect it to revenue and you need uh, tools in place like um, right now we're, we're we're just using HubSpot at Binder we used HubSpot and the combination mm -hmm. of Salesforce so both works and yeah channel attribution is 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 a key component component of revenue driven marketing mm -hmm. um, because you need that visibility and channel performance yeah I'm not using it right now but what is um a very helpful tool is multi-touch attribution tools that help you, you know, that offer the more insight, the most insights, and that help you to track the steps a buyer took, and and um, you can use this information to optimize your funnel. What is it? Is the name multi-touch attribution, or is there a certain tool that does that? Oh, there's several tools for it. Um, I'm, I'm not vouching for any, but um, multi-touch attribution is like. Um, you know, there's different kind of attribution model. One is first touch, so you would attribute the whole revenue to the to the channel that brought the first touch, for example, Google AdWords. And then mm -hmm. there's last touch attribution. It will be the last touch of, of in the sales cycle. Gotcha. And then multi-touch, which offers the most insights. Um, so you would track every step and then based on your model, 
attribute um, a certain part of revenue to a certain channel. But um, that's difficult to do if you don't have tooling for that. You, uh, does, does Happio do any content marketing? Yeah, definitely. Content marketing is um, yeah, pretty much at the core of, of our demand generation. Okay. Uh, and, and in terms of the, like, you, you're a marketing team of three at the moment. So within that team of three, is there a content marketer uh, as one of the team? Or is, uh, I guess, uh, everybody kind of chipping in and, and, and crafting content? Well, we're looking, by the way, right now for a, for a content writer. So if every, anyone uh, is interested, please reach out to me. But um, yeah, right now uh, the team is basically um, our marketing creative. She develops and designs um, the website and all the marketing creative and a growth marketer. And he's a very talented writer. So very, very lucky with, with this. So he right now creates all the content, but you know, basically all the ideas are generated together, but he's luckily really talented with words. Okay. Very cool. Um, and your, um, I guess moving on to the, the final couple of questions as we, we come to the, the end of, um, uh, the show today. So, uh, you're coming back to Sastock, uh, or Sastock 18 Dublin in, uh, October. Actually, I think your, your CEO will be joining in a, in a, in a few of the happy O team. Um, you'll be speaking, uh, uh, you know, on the on the traction stage uh, this year. Um, tell us a little bit about what we're going to hear from you this year. Yeah, I will share my biggest marketing lessons from the last years, and yeah, what we talked today about revenue-based marketing is just one of them. So, mm-hmm. I will also cover, uh, for example, how to build your marketing from scratch in a startup, what to prioritize. Um, including lead gen, sales and marketing alignment, and whom to hire and when. Okay, very cool. Excited to uh, catch up in person in, in Dublin and, uh, uh, and see that talk and uh, meet with the, uh, with, with the ever-growing Happy O team. Um, and uh, the final question is we ask every guest as we, uh, we sign off, we, we like to ask how everybody stays healthy and sane on, on their journey. Uh, so what's your way? Um, I love traveling. So once a year, I, I always do um, a longer trip of like three weeks, it's like into the wild. So some weeks of hiking um, in a new country I've never been before. Like last year I was, for example, in Borneo in Malaysia. And the year before I was at Mount Everest Base Camp in Nepal. Very cool. So I guess. What's keeping me sane? <laughs> very good, very good. Why not? Why not? We it, it's good to kind of, we hear we get uh, some commonality in answers and some you know very different ones. And uh, you, you know I would say that this is uh, different to a lot of the, uh, the the ones we're getting. But I, I, I like it. I wish I could have three weeks off every year, and maybe I will <laughs> uh, at some point soon. Um, but Lydia, let's uh, end on that note. Um, you know, uh, you know, thanks for being a great guest on, uh, on, on the show. We're really excited to kind of see, uh, or certainly I am. I'm sure you know some of the audience are in terms of uh, you, you know the future of Happyo and you know how that's going to scale out in uh, in, in Europe and, and, and globally. Um, so great to see another exciting European SaaS startup, you know, on on the scene. Um, so I look forward to seeing you in Dublin, SaaStock 18. Uh, thanks for being a guest on the show, Lydia Lucin, VP Marketing at Happio. Thanks for having me. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the SaaS Revolution Show and have picked up valuable lessons from Lydia Lutin on doing revenue-driven marketing. 
You can see her speak at SAS.18 alongside many other fantastic marketers. Use our end of summer promotion and get 20% of your SAS.18 tickets until 2nd of September. Go to sas.com forward slash tickets and use code SUMMER20. Thanks for listening and see you next time.